This is Dr. Marv Rosenberg of the Safaris, and I'd like to welcome you all to the show, The Anatomy of a Hit, the show where you can get the inside story of a hit and its artist. Today on The Anatomy of a Hit, you're going to hear the inside story of what many say was the record that started it all for rock and roll. I'm sure you may be guessing which song that is. Let's see if you're right. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. But you should ride, ride, so join me home. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes one. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock, 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 till broad daylight. We're gonna rock, we're gonna rock around the clock tonight. Yes, it's rock around the clock by Bill Haley and his Comets, the number one record in 1955, which remained in the number one position on the charts for two months straight. Would you believe that Bill Haley and his Comets were a country and western band? At that time, they were called Bill Haley and the Saddlemen. Let's hear a portion of a country song that they had recorded in the early 50s called Icy Heart. Someday love will melt your heart away Darling mine, I know that you are leaving And it breaks my heart to think we're through Love like yours could have no sacred meaning all because your heart is so untrue. But Bill Haley always wanted to sing songs with an up-tempo beat. Here is an interview with Bill Haley from 1973 with WKXO Radio in Louisville, Kentucky, explaining how he loved blues and up-tempo songs and how he and his group changed from country to songs with a beat. Listen. Uh, actually, uh, it started for us back in the year 1949-1950. Uh, at that time I had a little country and western band and I was strictly a country and western artist. But uh, I had, my favorite music was rhythm and blues music plus country and western music. But in those days if you were a country and western artist who sang strictly that type of music, or if you were a race artist or a rhythm and blues artist, they, they called them race in those days, you sang strictly that type of music, or jazz, you did jazz, but we, uh, mainly because, I don't know whether, we just didn't know any better, or because it was our, uh, uh, just our wish to do it, we sang, uh, we were the only country and western group to sing rhythm and blues music. So Bill Haley and the Comets recorded an up-tempo song on the other side of Icy Heart, called Rock the Joint. This was also the time they changed their name to Bill Haley and his Comets. Let's hear that record, Rock the Joint. We're gonna tear down the mailbox, rip up the floor, smash out the windows and knock down the door. We're gonna rock, rock this joint, we're gonna rock. Rock this joint, we're gonna rock. Rock this joint, we're gonna rock this joint tonight. 
Well, six times six is 36. I ain't gonna hit for six more licks. We're gonna rock. Rock this joint. We're gonna rock. Rock this joint. We're gonna rock. Rock this joint. We're gonna rock this joint tonight. In 1953, Bill Haley wrote a song called Crazy Man Crazy, which was his first big hit on the pop chart, reaching number 11. Many feel this was the first rock and roll record. Let's hear a portion of that record, again reaching number 11 in 1953, Crazy Man Crazy. Crazy Man Crazy Crazy man, crazy Crazy man, crazy Oh man, that music's gone, gone Said crazy man, crazy Crazy man, crazy Crazy man, crazy Oh man, that music's gone, gone When I go out and I want a treat Find me a band with a solid beat Take my chick and we dance about After a while, Bill Haley wanted to record a song called Rock Around the Clock. The song was written in 1952 by lyricist Max Friedman and music publisher James Myers. Max told the Rockabilly Hall of Fame how the song was written. Here's what he said, quote, I had written the melody and about half of the lyrics, but I was having trouble with the rest of it. James Myers, who had written some other songs with me, walked into my office while I was fooling around with the song. And he said, quote, That sounds pretty good. Can I help you with it? I said, Why not? When we finished, he said, What are you going to call it? I replied, Rock Around the Clock. When I showed it to Bill Haley, he flipped over it. But his record company at that particular time said it would never sell. Unquote. Rock Around the Clock was first a hit in Philadelphia by Sunny Day and His Nights. Let's hear a portion of their version. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock, nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. Rock around the clock tonight, put your glad rags on, join me on. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes one. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock, rock, rock till broad daylight. We're gonna rock, gonna rock around the clock tonight. Rock, rock, rock. Haley was determined to record Rock Around the Clock. James Myers helped the band move to Decca Records in 1954, and Decca producer Milt Gabler was adamant that Bill Haley and his Comet's first single should be a song called Thirteen Women, a Lewis Jordan-style novelty song. Let's hear a portion of that record which the record company wanted to be the A-side, the main side. Listen. Only one man in town. Thirteen. 
living in only one man in town And as funny as it may be The one and only man in town is me The producer did agree to record Rock Around the Clock as the B-side of 13 Women. A session was booked at the Pythian Temple, a Masonic Hall turned recording studio in New York City on April 12, 1954. Marshall Lytle, the bass player for Bill Haley, recalls about the recording session of Rock Around the Clock. He told the magazine, four bass players only, the following. Quote, we were a little late in arriving and only had three and a half hours to record two songs. The first one was called Thirteen Women. We had never heard that song before we got into the studio and it took us three hours to finish it. That left us with only 30 minutes to record the other side of the record, Rock Around the Clock. Fortunately, we had an arrangement. We recorded it in just two takes. In those days, everything was recorded together at the same time. You had to do it without mistakes. Well, Rock Around the Clock just came together like magic, unquote. Many say the most memorable part of Rock Around the Clock is the lightning speed solo played by session guitarist Danny Cedrone. During the first few minutes of the session, Danny was trying to do a solo that he could play on it. It just didn't sound good. Bill Haley said to him, quote, Well, Danny, you played such a fantastic solo on Rock This Joint, and even though it didn't sell, why don't you use that solo on Rock Around the Clock and see if it fits? Let's hear those two solos in a row. First, here's the solo from Rock The Joint, followed by the solo from Rock Around the Clock. Rock this joint, we're gonna rock this joint tonight. We're gonna rock, we're gonna rock around the clock same solo. The guitarist, Danny Cedrone, however, was paid $21 for his work on this track, not very much, <laughs> which became a classic rock solo, and unfortunately, on top of it, he died in a fall months after he recorded it, and he never really got to enjoy the success of the song. But a year later, the A-side would be forgotten, while its flip side, Rock Around the Clock, became the top song in the country. Here is why. In 1954, production began on the MGM film Blackboard Jungle, which was based on the Evan Hunter novel about juvenile delinquency. It starred Glenn Ford as a teacher. Glenn Ford's son, Peter Ford, who was only 13 years old at the time, was a great rock and roll fan. He had bought a copy of Haley's 13 Women and Rock Around the Clock, 
During a production meeting, Peter Ford played a bunch of his records for the director, Richard Brooks, who was looking for a theme song for the movie. Peter played Rock Around the Clock. The director loved it and asked to borrow that record of Peter's, and Rock Around the Clock became the theme song for the movie. When Rock Around the Clock blared over the opening and closing credits of Blackboard Jungle, it caused a sensation. It was the first rock and roll song in a Hollywood film and had teens dancing in the aisles. Because of the film, it was released, and the song spent eight weeks at number one. The song would climb the charts again in 1974 when it was used in the movie American Graffiti. They had many other hits. Let's hear a few and see if you remember them. One of his real big hits for the group reached number seven in 1954. Remember Shake, Rattle, and Roll? Reaching number 10 in 1955 was Dimmed Him the Lights. Oh, what a crazy party, all the gang's here too. The beat is really jumping like a kangaroo. I'm full of chicken soda and potato chips. But now I want to get a taste of your sweet lips. So dim, dim the light. Dim, dim the light. Dim, dim the light. Dim, dim the light. Turn down the light. I want some atmosphere. And reaching number 17 in that year was a double-sided hit. Birth of the Boogie and Mambo Rock. Mambo Rock, 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 Mambo
Mambo Rock. Remember this golden classic. RememberThenRadio.com. It's where all the good songs have gone. Playing the hits of yesteryear just for you. Bill Haley and the Comets traveled all over the world for their entire career. They were so busy. In an interview with Jim Pewter at the Rock and Roll Revival Show at Madison Square Garden in the 80s, Bill Haley gives an example of his contact with the great Chuck Berry, showing how busy they both were. Listen. Bill, with uh, this thing happening again, the Rock Revival, it gives you an opportunity to meet a lot of your uh, friends in the music business. I know a lot of times, like, Chuck is on tour in St. Louis, or he's over in Florida, or maybe in Japan, and uh, your paths never cross. But this gives you an opportunity to meet the people, huh? Well, it sure does, Jim. You just experienced one upstairs a minute ago, and uh, when I bumped into Chuck Berry, and I and, uh, probably didn't understand the what went on there, but I said to him, hey man, what happened to you in Florida? <laughs> it's quite a funny story. The last time I saw Chuck Berry was in a Howard Johnson restaurant in, uh, in North Miami Beach. He was doing a, a big rock festival there, and we were appearing at the Newport Beach uh, uh, Hotel on Miami Beach. It just happened I went in to get something to eat, and I bumped into him. And as always, we're, we're very busy. We talked a few minutes, and uh, uh, he said, I'll see you in just about few, uh, two minutes. You wait for me here. And I, the next time I've seen him was just now, and this is about six months ago. So that, that's usually our relationship. Let's hear a few more hits by Bill Haley and the Comets. Reaching number 23 in 1956 was Rock a Beaten Boogie. Rock, 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 everybody. was the Saints Rock and Roll. CK Rock reached number 20 in that year. That's how they made it, that's how they played it, R-O-C-K-Rock. 
Also in 1956, reaching number 25, was a cover of Little Richard's hit, Rip It Up. Let's rip it up! Well, Saturday night and I just got paid. Thinking about my money, don't try to save. My heart says go, go, have a time for the Saturday night. And baby, I feel fine, I'm gonna rock it up. I'm gonna rip it up. I'm gonna shake it up. I'm gonna break it up. I'm gonna lock it up at the ball tonight. Well, I got me a baby and I won't be late. Pick her up in my hate-y-hate. A shag going down by the social hall When the joint starts jumping Gonna have me a fall I'm gonna rock it up I'm gonna rip it up I'm gonna shake it up I'm gonna break it up I'm gonna lock it up At the ball tonight Many have debated on when rock and roll started. In an interview in England, Bill Haley gave his opinion as to when rock and roll started. Isn't that, we've been having an argument around here about when rock and roll actually started and, and what the peak years were. And 51 was the beginning of it all, was it? Well, it actually started, uh, the real birth of it was 1949, uh, 1950 and 51. These were the years when we were struggling to get it started with uh, radio stations and to have it recognized. Of course, uh, 1952, 1953 were our first big million selling records and uh, and the public in general knows it from 1954 on because of the film Blackboard Jungle and uh, the uh, record Rock Around the Clock. And of course yeah, that's, that's it. Because I associate rock and roll actually beginning with that record. No, it actually started in 1949. It, uh, the big worldwide, uh, uh, the general, the popular opinion, as, as you say, is, was 1955 or 56. Because then, of course, we had the movie Rock Around the Clock, and this was our first tour of Great Britain, was in 1957. But actually, the true part of it, it started uh, the, the initial years, the birth years, were 1951, 1952, and 1953. After the British invasion of music started with the Beatles in 1964, Bill Haley and his comets tried to recapture that excitement of Rock Around the Clock by recording a song called dance around the clock. Unfortunately, it didn't sell, but let's hear a portion of that record. direct insight into his father's private life. A lot of people don't know about this. Listen. Hello, Bill Haley Jr. How lovely to meet you. You too. 
Wow, have you got a story to tell, Bill Haley Jr.? And I'm looking forward to hearing all of it. So let's let's just step right back in time. Firstly, I know that you're one of ten kids that your dad had. Is that right? Uh, with three different three different three different women, three wives. Yes, three wives. And are you all friends and close? Actually, no, no. It's actually um, uh, a very dysfunctional story, frankly. Uh, you know. Um, without going into too much detail about it, my, my father basically, um, um, my, mo my mother was his second wife. So he had two children with his first wife. Right. And he was separated from his first wife when he met my mother. <clears throat> and my mother got pregnant. So his first wife agreed to a divorce. And he had actually five children with my mother, but, but, but uh, the second child died uh, of, a, of SIDS, they call it sudden infant yeah, yeah. death syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, then um, leaving a lot out here, but basically around 1962, when when my father's fame had begun to wane in the United States, and he was always away from home anyway, traveling all those years, um, he moved to Mexico and basically abandoned our family. There's no there's no you know nice way to put it um, and, and didn't stay in touch and frankly discourage any contact between the family so he did remarry in mexico and had three children there um so we don't know we're not in contact and we don't we don't stay in touch at all yeah uh, and, and were you in contact with him all the way up to his death uh, not at, i actually was had no contact with him while i was growing up and then a couple of years before he died he died in 1981 so in 1979 we got back in touch and there was an attempt to, uh, to to build somewhat of a relationship, but um, once again, you know, it's 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 a sad story, but it's 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 the truth. You can't get around it. My father was an alcoholic, um, and he was really, you know, in 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 the, in the depths of his alcoholism at that point. So <clears throat> most of our our conversations were in the middle of the night um, with him, you know, inebriated and mostly one sided conversations. So. I would say it was very difficult to build any kind of relationship with him. It must be in the genes. After coming to grips with his relationship with his father, Bill Jr. started singing on his own. He sounds so much like his father. Let's listen to an excerpt of Bill Haley Jr. at a live concert. See if you agree with me. Hungry man. I said, shake, round and roll. Come on, shake, round and roll. I said, shake, round and roll. Come on, shake, round and roll. Well, you never do nothing to save your doggone soul. Let's hear that song that started it all for Bill Haley and his comets. We talked a lot about it earlier. Let's hear it in its entirety. It's rock around the clock. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. But get your glad rags up, join me home. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes one. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock, rock. 
Times ring five, six and seven. We'll be right in seventh heaven. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock, rock, rock till broad daylight. We're gonna rock, gonna rock around the clock tonight. Oh, well, it's eight, nine, ten, eleven, two. I'll be going strong and so will you. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock, rock, rock till broad daylight. We're gonna rock, gonna rock around the clock tonight. <laughs> Dr. Marv Rosenberg of the Safaris. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please tune in next time for The Anatomy of a Hit. Goodbye, everybody.